Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and are you ready to gut a book and repurpose this book cover into some magic of your own in your own very own junk journal? Let's get to it. This is a fun and easy process and um, I would like to say that if you're new to junk journaling, this is an awesome place to start because the cover is already made. It's already done, people. There's no work, no sweat, no nothing. The only thing you have to do is get the guts of the book out. Now, um, I thought I had no books, but I found this book and I thought, aha, I am going to, because I have already gutted all my, my books that I'm going to use, um, but I found this one in the garage, College Algebra, mm-hmm. and I remember picking this one up from the uh, St. Vincent de Paul um, thrift store in our town. For some reason, they carry a lot of really old books, and uh, it's an awesome resource. If you have one in your town, check it out, because uh, the other bookstores, I don't see really old books, but this store, lots of really old books. Um, and you can go to the antique stores, but you're going to pay a lot more for the really old books, but if you go to the thrift stores, the price comes way down. Okay, so... Um, just a little note there, but I thought this, okay, when I originally found this book, why did you buy this book, Pam? Why did you buy this book? Other than it being a, a you know, mass hoarding process of accumulating book pages, uh, this book was from 1939, and uh, it had all these really neat mathematical formulas in here, and I thought they would be amazing to use as tags or uh, collage and things like that. So really what I was after was the guts of the book. So I knew that when I brought this home, I was going to gut her. And in a very gentle way. Now it's not like gutting animals. It's not like gutting fish. This is, no, it's not mercy gutting. It's, uh, I want to use the stuff inside. And if I try and tear out page by page, it's going to be a mess. It's better for me to get the whole text block out. Okay. So one other cool thing I love this about this book. Look at that. Pie. Yeah. Anybody remember Pi? Yeah, there it is. Somebody wrote it down. Somebody probably actually knew what to do with Pi. There you go. Very important. Um, okay. So this little gizmo, this was a freebie. Bonus. Bonus. Okay. I can draw little shapes with that. Very nice. Okay. So the whole concept behind this, maybe I'm going to back out a little bit. Let me back out and show you my entire mess here. Hang on. I think there. Okay. There we go. There's the mess. All right. Uh, that's reality, folks. That's reality. Okay. So um, this may be a several parter because I'd like to make this journal with you. And I'm going to put this in my uh, how to make the actual journals playlist. Okay. So you know where to find it. And that will be linked below every video, uh, how to make the actual journals, or at least the more recent videos that will be there. I have to figure out how, how to get it into all of them. Oh, that's another day. Okay. So um, this one, what we're going to do, very simple here. You stand it up and you're going to hold back its wings like that. Okay. And you're going to see the gap. You see the gap? You want the gap because that's going to give you the space when you're cutting with your craft knife to go down, down here and not cut your spine. If you want to keep the spine integrity intact, you don't want to cut any of this. Truth be told, every time I do this, probably... 75 to 80% of the time, I end up nicking this back here, going right through. 
And don't worry about that if that happens. You can still save it. There's ways to save it, and I'll show you those ways. And um, you'll also have to test the just the integrity of the book cover once it's been removed to see if it's strong enough to do what you want to do. And I'll show you ways to strengthen that. They're very easy, and I think you're going to like them. Okay. So what we do is we hold the book upright. We hold the wings back. Okay. Now what you're doing is you're going... You don't want to just come in randomly, willy-nilly, just go, because uh, that's not going to go well, trust me. Uh, you want to see, okay, let, me see clip my, let me zoom it in so you can really see, so you just put this one part, then we'll go back up. Okay, you see, okay, you see the this paper in front, that's your inside cover attached to the book, all right? And then you have the, the actual book cover here, the blue thing, yeah, okay, where you want to go. You want to go here, close to your text block, okay, this whole uh, uh, text block. This is the, the text block. And you want to cut down shallow. You don't want to go uh, deep, okay? So let's let's try it together. We have two sides to play with, and if I screw it up, I can show you how to fix it, okay? Because I do, I do screw it up a lot, okay. All right, and you want to be very careful. This is a sharp instrument. Be very careful while you're doing this, okay? Make sure you have your glasses on and go slow. Going down. Oh. And there's a netting back there you're actually cutting. Oh, okay, I actually did it without cutting it. Did I? And this is just paper. I mean, if you feel these things on the inside, it's just like a thick, almost like a cardboard paper. That's it. So they're not very strong, um, the spines on these books, uh, these floating spine books, okay, especially the old books. Now you're going to want to do the same thing on this side, very gingerly. Now you have a little bit more leeway here because... You got the first half out, so you don't have to deal with that wing. Might even be better to go from the inside. Yeah, never thought of that. Okay, I'm going to try that. That way I'm not going towards the spine. Where, can you see? Can you see? Okay. I'm not going towards the spine, but I'm just cutting this paper. The the paper I'm cutting is what is attached to the front cover or the back cover. Okay, that's what I'm cutting. Okay, close up. Getting in the picture. All right, holding breath, going slow. Put, angle your knife towards your text block. That's going to help prevent you from cutting anything you didn't have, you didn't want to. Sometimes when I've gone fast down, I go, whoosh, I end up cutting into the spine and things like that. So you don't want to do that. Let me back out so you can see on earth what's going on here. Okay, so it's gutted. Look at no blood. No blood at all. Yep. And um, for those of you who are queasy about cutting up books... You shouldn't have watched. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, okay, I used to be queasy in the beginning, and some of the really old books, I, I really have a hard time with anything from the 1800s. Um, if it's already falling apart, then I don't feel so bad because I know it's just falling apart, and um, I'm actually salvaging it or saving it. Um, but these uh, these 1900 books, I'm I'm okay. I'm I've come I've come down the mountain, and I've, I've you know. It's all right now. I can sleep at night. Um, <laughs> I know some of you can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, watch me do it, and uh, that's okay. All right. So that wasn't too hard, right? We have our text block, all nice and all loosey-goosey, and we'll just put that aside because we're not going to be using that anymore in this project. We're going to be making a new journal. Okay, so what we have are two amazing covers. We have a very strong front front cover and a very strong back cover that's already decorated. If you want to just leave it uh, au naturel and use the uh, book that you see here, you can do that. You can cover it with fabric. I showed you how to do that in my um, uh, first series, five-part series on how to make a a journal. And, uh, but this one, I think we're going to 
We're not going to cover this. I just want to show you how to reinforce this spine and go ahead and put your signatures in. And we're going to use this cover as if we're going to actually use this cover. Now, remember, even though I'm going to use this cover and maybe I'm not going to wrap it in fabric or something, there's still 101 million things I could do with this cover. And in other words, maybe I don't, I'm not that thrilled about college algebra, the fourth edition. And maybe I want to put a design on the front. I want to put some layers or some pockets or, um, you know, whatever you want. And you can decorate the spine. You can even decorate the back. So you're not limited um, to what is on your cover. And also this book, it probably has, um, I want to say it's almost, yeah, it is a fabric style material. So there is technically fabric on the book already. So it has a nice base. That's what I'm trying to say. It has a nice base to work off of. Um, But let's go ahead and reinforce the spine. And um, before I showed you that you can also use duct tape and you can use packing tape and I use now Tyvek tape because it's a super strong tape. I put a link below this. It's by DuPont. Um, It used to be a lot more expensive and it's come down to like 15, 16 bucks for a roll. So um, it's not that bad. And um, you know, it's, I've been using it for like three or four years. So maybe mine was a double roll or something. I I remember paying around 25 for it and I'm still using it and using it and using it. You don't really go through it that fast, but it's very strong tape. And when you put it down, you put it down, like you're not going to have much leeway to, to move it once it's down. So just, you know, do it and just live with that choice. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the, the spine stronger. Uh, and I'm just going to put some tape on it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> There's the rocket science. Um, whatever tape you use, um, I've heard some people say that they didn't have that much luck with duct tape. I've had luck with duct tape and I haven't had a problem of it coming off, but some, some people have said they have, but I have not had that experience. So it could be the quality of the tape or the weather, the uh, amount of humidity in your environment, or perhaps what it's sticking to. Like, let's say you have a shiny surface it's sticking to, or a waxy surface or something like that, where it's not going to adhere as well. Um, that might, might, I don't know, that might be the problem. I have no idea. Um, okay. So we are going... Okay. Super sticky tape, super sticky tape. Okay. Oh, super sticky tape. Um, okay. I need something to cut it with. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's try there. Usually get one cut in it and it cuts easy at that point. I'm going to put the nice straight piece at the top just to make my life easier. Turn this here. I'm going to put it right about there. I'm putting it down the center as much as I can. And I'm putting it in there. Now I want to tell you using the Tyvek tape, this pretty much cures all evils. And if I would have gone through the spine as I was cutting down, and if my knife went right through the spine, just putting this Tyvek tape here will heal a lot of that. So if you just have a little tiny tear or something like that, and you don't want to lose your spine because you love the name of the book or something, you can just, uh, know that with the Tyvek tape, it's good to go. And this is going to give your strength to your book, your spine. It's going to be super strong, super strong. You're going to be super happy. All right. I'm just going to cut this little tail off. We don't need all of you. I like to cut it above the bottom because you don't want Tyvek tape showing. And, you know, this stuff, I have to put blue writing on it, but sometimes it's hard to cover. Uh, because it's a very bold blue and you need something quite dense to hide the word Tyvek. Uh, so just know that you want to cut a little above the bottom of your book and, and glue it a little lower than the top of your book. Okay. Now, 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 now. Okay. There's about 
let's put in, um, honestly, we don't really need more than this because this book is constructed well, but I'm just going to put in a couple more just so you can see what that's like. If you're unsure at all about the integrity of your book, let's say you're using the packing tape or the duct tape, you can put another piece here and another piece here like we did before. And I'm just going to quickly do that now. Okay. Okay. And you don't have to go quite as long with these. Don't take it out too far. Oh, I'm going to get a little shorter than that. Don't use your teeth like I am. Not a good idea to use your teeth, says my mother. Uh, I can hear you. <laughs> All right, there we go. So I'm bringing that over about a half an inch, and I'm just putting that down in the spine. It grabs very fast. No drying time. Nope, none of that. Okay, and here we go, over here. Yeah. Okay, there, there. Not much longer than that. Don't need it. As long as the first one, um, so it's you don't have to fuss on it as much. Now I do love the the writing on there, but I'm, I'm going to have to lose it because I want to show you this putting down the extra pieces. Okay, there we go. All right, there we go. All right, and we're in. So you just kind of mold it so it takes on the shape of the book, and then just give a little test, make sure everybody's happy. Okay, and it's very happy. Okay, it's very strong and very happy. And you have massive integrity at this point. Like the world is your oyster at this point. You can go to town and rock this puppy full of stuff. Now, you have a couple choices here, and um, you can do it. I'm going to show you, I'm going to explain two ways. We're going to do one way. And uh, the first way is the way we did it in the first uh, series of videos where we punched holes in this actual spine, and then we had the exposed spine. Let me just show you an example of that. Here is exposed spine. We punched through the, uh, the actual spine, and this is an exposed spine. So you can do it this way. If you don't like that look, you can just put a piece of fabric covering that or lace or something like that, and you can actually hide that, the spine thingies here. This is a, a very strong way to make a book. Okay, this is a very good uh, way to really anchor your pages in well. It works well in almost all circumstances. Uh, it's, a, it's a good cardinal way to do it. Um, here is plan B, and this is the one I primarily use when I don't want my spine strings to be on the back of my book. Let's say I want just college algebra to show because I'm, I'm weird or something. You know, okay. Uh, and I just want this to show. So... A couple of things you can do here, but since I'm using the tape and I need to cover the tape, this is what I do. Okay, I'm just grabbing some material. This happens to be an old uh, vintage napkin. It doesn't have to be an old vintage napkin. It can be a, an old bed sheet, a pillowcase, um, something that's thin but strong, um, and that's going to be your best friend. Nothing too thick and bulky in here, okay? Uh, nothing too thin and flimsy, but we're, we're talking bed sheet thickness, okay? Now this, I'm thinking, is good because it's the right thickness and it's sort of pretty. It has a little design on it. But what I don't like about it is that you can kind of see some of the dark blue. It's really not bad on this, but um, I think I'm going to color it. So let me just grab my... Yeah, yeah. Let me just cut out the, the piece I need, first of all. Oh, so do I want that to stick out across the top? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm just going to cut that off. Can you see me? Okay. Just let me know. I'm right here. Just holler into the, the phone or the computer. I'll hear you. Oops. All right. Just cut a piece. It is a little bigger than the size you think you need. But lay it down there to kind of get a feel. How wide should it be? Wide enough to cover your tape. Okay. That's what you want. And uh, you want less material, put less tape. 
Okay, but just make sure you maintain the integrity of your spine because that's going to be the most important thing. All right, so let's just do this. I'm just going to cut this longer than I need, and then I can fudge a fix it later. It's another very technical term. All right, here we go. It's bigger than I need. Where, where am I starting? Okay, there, so I can go way over here, and I know I'm, I'm good. I have, oh, yeah, that wasn't even straight. That's okay. That happens. Oop. Okay, I'm just doing pinking because I am. You don't have to do pinking. The little zigzag stitch here, or the cut. I just happen to be doing that. All right, so what do we got? We got a piece that's bigger than what we need, which is perfect. Okay. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and just take a peek here. Okay, so I got lots of wiggle room on either side of that. So I'm probably going to chop off some of this because I don't need it that wide. So let me go ahead and do that. Okay, there we go. I'm following the lines in the fabric. That helps guide me for straightness. You can use the rotary cutter. You can use regular scissors to cut the fabric. Doesn't matter. All will get the job done. Now, I've got quite a bit of lead. Not actually about half an inch on either side of the tape is plenty. You can do a quarter of an inch. Um, but I'm feeling very comfortable about that that I have. And I want to make sure that wherever this starts, it's going to cover my tape. See that at the bottom? Wherever this starts, I want it to cover my tape. Okay? And when you use the Fabrifix to glue this down, you're going to find that it, um, you have a few seconds to move it around a little bit. Okay? So let me just figure out how tall it needs to be. All right, I'm definitely at the bottom there. I've got wiggle room. So I need to cut, okay, at that guy. Okay, I'm eyeballing this, hoping I'm going straight. And the nice thing about fabric often especially a cotton fabric or something, it'll stretch a little bit and you'll get like, if you cut it short, sometimes you can just pull it a little bit and it'll, it'll work. Okay. So right now I've got plenty and I'm, I'm good to go, but I would like this to be darker just because I just want it to be darker. So let me make it darker. Okay. There's a million and one ways you can, um, make your material darker. And, um, I, I'm going to just, you know, you can use your re-inkers, if you have these bottles, just put a couple drops in the water uh, and uh, put your material in there, mush it around, and then either blow dry it or let it air dry. Um, you can also use, if you have these oxides, they react with water. So that is, um, you can like stamp all over it and then go just put a little bit of water on it and let the water spread and do some cool designs. Uh, or you can use, this is just a mixture of strong coffee in a little bottle. And uh, I think I might do that. All right, so I'm putting material in. Actually, let me put this in first. Okay, well, I'd be a huge mess here, but oh well, whatever. Okay, huh, looks like I put cream in it, but I, I know I didn't. <laughs> All right, a little more. Okay, and in we go. I'm not worried about coffee staining my fingers like the inks and the dyes would be, so it's a, a little more user-friendly. All right, let's see kind of what color we're getting here. Do we like this? Do we like this? All right, let me uh, open it up here and see what we got. Probably shouldn't be doing this on my book. Should be doing it somewhere safe. Okay, so that is good. So I'm going to go and uh, squeeze it out and uh, blow dry it, and I'll be right back. 
Okay, a couple other ways that you can um, dye this is also if you have any watercolor pencils, if you have any watercolors, if you have any acrylic paints, anything like that, put that in a bowl with a little bit of water and um, just soak your fabric in it and then wring it out really tight and let it air dry completely. And um, so there's 101 million different ways to dye your fabric. Um, after blow drying this, my house smelled like a beautiful uh, scent of cheap Walmart coffee and it was just heavenly. Um, so remember, if you're going to use coffee, don't use the expensive stuff uh, because nobody's drinking this. Nobody's drinking this, people. They're not drinking it. Um, so uh, go off to your like favorite El Cheapo store and just buy some instant coffee and uh, just uh, put it in the little bottle and uh, it's at the ready for you. I would put maybe a drop or two of alcohol in here and that prevents it from going stagnant or nasty furry things growing inside. You're not going to use it all right away. Okay, there we go. All right, so let's glue this puppy down. Nothing too hard so far, right? Just blowing the little uh, bits of life away. I'm going to use Fabrifix for this. Okay, that's this glue. All right, so we're going to glue this. I'm just going to put, uh, you want to be generous with this glue because you are gluing onto a, um, if you're using the Tyvek tape, tape, you're dealing with a um, slick, shiny surface. And you could take a little sanding block, our old friend sanding block, and you could just do a little roughing on it to give it some tooth. But honestly, it's not necessary and I never do this. I'm just showing it to you because... It's here, and I'm showing it to you. So I've scratched it a little bit. That'll give a little more tooth. It's not a bad idea. Um, I'm not worried about the shininess itself, just the adherability of the, uh, the glue to the spine. And uh, I've done this technique with many different... Um, I've done it with duct tape. I've done it with packing tape. And I've done it with Tyvek tape. And it's all stuck with the fabric fix. This stuff is amazing. Okay. Um, there we go. All right. Okay. And we're oozing. We're gluzing and we're oozing. And we're, I'm doing the swirly technique. This is called the swirly spine technique. And I'm going to put a little on the sides here. I know I have to completely cover these. So I'm going to get those down. And then I'll come out and figure out the edges later. But I know I'm definitely going to need glue here. And depending on your fabric, if it's going to show the glue through, which is sometimes... A bit of a sticky wicket, no fun, pun intended. It's a sticky wicket. Uh, you might want to use finger tool and come in here and just smooth the roux. Yeah, there we go. And that will help it being so, uh, prevent it from being so obvious that there's a big wad of glue under there. Uh, if you leave these little glue streams or glue rivers, they will uh, look more obvious. And then you just uh, hope that you put out a, did you pull out a baby wipe or a, what are these hand wipes? I don't know. What's the other word if you don't have babies? Um, okay, so got to pick a top and a bottom. And it's okay that these uh, ruffle, you know, like little stringies a little bit because that looks kind of cool. Okay, for the old antiquing. Oh, it does really smell good, even for cheap Walmart coffee. Thank you. Thank you, cheap Walmart coffee. Um, love you. Okay, look, I got strings in there. Not put those there. Okay. Um, all right, and we're going down. We're going down and I'm sliding it up and I'm putting it in place and I'm checking my top to make sure my top is covered. That's the most important first. All right, if it sticks over the edge, I'm not really worried that much about it, but I want it not to stick over too much on the sides. Sticking over the edge here, that's kind of cute actually because then you get that little that look. You know what I mean? That's kind of cool. And then if you kind of mush these down a little bit, you don't get them like all over the place. And you can trim those off too. All right, so now I'm just going to use the old finger tool. 
mush, and then I go out to the sides, sideways mush. All right, now because my fabric was wet, it's a little bit longer than it was before, so I have scissors and I can cut that. So I can use my uh, serrated or my uh, pink ears in here and just shorten that up a little bit, which I will do, but I just want to make sure I have my, my, everybody's in the place where I want to call happy home. Okay, I'll take you off now, why not? All right, lift you up here. Okay, now I do like, now let me glue your edges down so I know exactly where we are. Okay. Safest to put it on the edge here because then you know you're not going to have glue over, like glue beyond uh, the edge of your fabric, which is very nice. Okay. Now, I'm lucky here it's not really showing that I have glue um, under the fabric, but sometimes you might get a little obviousness there. Not the worst thing in the world. We'll distract their eye with all sorts of prettiness. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Okay. All right, here we go. Coming down the mountain. Always coming down a mountain for some reason. I guess, is it easier to go up or come down a mountain? I thought it was easier to come down a mountain until I climbed a mountain and I was fine. And then when I came down, I hurt my knee. (laughs) Not from uh, falling, but just because it was weird the way the knee slid forward in the downward uh, trajectory coming down the hill. My knee did not like downward at all. So I found that uh, going up the mountain was easier for me, for this gal, for this old gal. All right, here we go. All right, can you see? I'm just going to do a little trim. Okay, there. I'm calling that good. Okay, good. Yep. Let me get a little more off there, but I'm not going to fuss on it right now. Um, okay. Get that away. Get my garbage away. So pretty much there we are. Now, if you did want to not use, if you don't want, if you don't like the inside covers of your book, you could put a uh, piece of material or, or fabric or paper, uh, some kind of pretty paper down first that was this size, just covering up that, and then put your fabric down. So you have your decor here. But I kind of like the old writing of whoever owned this book before. I think there's something very nostalgic about that. And the fact that I'm using a, um, uh, a vintage book. This was Grant's book, and I think Grant would approve that Grant is still present in the book. Thank you, Grant. And uh, I don't know if you're still with us, Grant, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, Hats off to you for the pie, you know? I, I, I really, I'm, I'm very impressed, Grant. Okay, now, we are going to make our signatures next. So you just hold the phone there and we'll get that started. Okay, so what I'm doing now, this is probably going to flip over very soon to part two, so just pre-warning. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut a piece of uh, cardstock, a little thicker than cardstock. This is, um, let me see how thick that is. Just like thin cardboard, thicker than cardstock. And I'm actually going to adhere one more piece to it. Are you long enough? Maybe you're not long enough. No, I need to find another piece. Hang on. Okay. So I found two long pieces, and these are the very thin cardboard, I would say cereal box thickness. And I'm going to glue two of those together. Okay. So let's just do that first. And I'm pretty sure. Let's, do, let's use Fabrifix. Okay, so um, this is going to be probably a two or three signature book. So um, you can do cardboard to cardboard, 
shiny side to cardboard, shiny side to shiny side. It doesn't matter, but you want to be cognizant of what is going to be looking back at you. And because I know that I want to do something to this so it's a little bit decorative, I'm going to use the cardboard side up because that's going to absorb inks and things like that and just make it easier for me to decorate it. Um, Okay, so now what you got to do is figure out how wide this is. And yes, this does require some measuring. So where is my little handy dandy ruler here. So I'm going to look at my spine. And when I say I'm measuring my spine, I'm measuring from fold to fold. Okay. Now, now look at this. Okay. You see that? You see how the book uh, covers come in further than the folds are out. Whatever this is, this has to house comfortably inside here and not impede these from closing. Okay, so a little narrower narrower is sometimes better, but you want to go bigger first and test. Uh, cut first, test, cut again, test, cut again, test, and you'll find the little happy place. So I'm going to start off with a general measurement of my widest folds here. So then I know I'm wide enough, and it's uh, just over an inch. I would say it's probably an inch. I'm going to go with an inch and see how it goes. All right, let's glue these together first. We're not mucking around with that anymore. Just a little bit of glue here to get these together. And you want to glue it pretty good, actually, because you don't want your spine and your signatures coming out. But this is very strong silicone glue, and it's it's not going to let that happen. If you put on enough, it's going to work. Okay, and it happens pretty fast there, too. See? Done. Yeah, great. I love it when things are that fast. Okay, so now the inch mark. I know we're measuring. Try not to look. Okay. There. Okay. One. Then we need to come down. I believe this book is nine inches by six inches. Grab my ruler just to be sure. Why don't we lead you down the garden path? Oh, we could be a little different. It's actually about eight and eight and three quarters ish, so it's not quite nine by five and a quarter ish. So yeah, it's a little smaller than traditional for me. So good thing I measured. So it doesn't really matter how wide this way because the five and three quarters, we're not dealing with that measurement here. The only thing we're concerned about is the height. So so this is the cheater way. All right, here we go. No measuring involved. Okay, that, and then we just make a little mark how far we want this to come down. Don't make it too long. A little hair shorter, like... Uh, The bottom of the cream paper. You can't see this, can you? That would be helpful. Okay, I'm I'm just putting this on here. I'm measuring where I want the top to be, and I want the top to be the same height as the top of the cream page, or even a little lower. That's okay. Uh, And then the bottom, the same uh, level as the bottom of the cream page. So you you don't want it sticking out below or above, okay? Not below or above your book. And uh, there we go. All right, so let's cut one of these babies. Magnetic ruler is sticking. Okay. I have no idea where to go here. Hmm? I guess we better measure you. Oh, gosh. All right, we'll take it to the inch. There we go. All right, so go from, can you see me? Let me back up. Too close here. Okay. Yeah, you can see me. Okay. Top mark, bottom mark, I'm aligning. Align, align. Now, 
I'm going, nope, I need my cutting. This is actually, I just read on this. This is a cutting mat on one side. Two-sided craft mats, front front side self-healing. Okay, we're going to see. I'm going to test you. You were my glue mat. Apparently, you're now my cutting mat. Okay. All right, there, aligned. Now I'm going to grab my, my Sharpie, my craft knife, being very careful, going slow. And I'm just going to draw down. Okay. And again, lightly draw down. Not lightly, like firm, but not crazy pressure. Okay, so that came apart in two swipes. Very happy. All right, so... All right, what I have is, this guy's not exactly aligned. Let's test it for first and see where we're at. See if we need to shave off anymore. Okay, so I'm testing. Oh, that goes up together very well. See, he got, did you see that? Let me show you again. Taking this and I'm just putting it right in here for the big testeroo. Doing the test and the book folds easily. Very easy to get these together, okay? Um, let me, there, okay? Now you don't want any resistance there, okay? That's, you don't want that. All right. Uh, okay, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut off that last little piece that I don't need anymore, and I'm just going to I'm going to eyeball it. You can round these, not round these. It's totally style at this point, but um, this is, is not going to hugely show, but it will somewhat show. So you want to make it, make it attractive. So what I like to do at this point is I'm going to make it attractive. Okay, so... Um, this is a great time to pull out stamps and stencils and stuff like that because it can just really give a cool look. And uh, yeah, that's kind of neat. All right, so what do we have? Um, we have this. I'll put this here. That looks kind of cool. And I will bring out... Have we rolled over yet? Oh, we're in the process of rolling. Going to part two now, I imagine. Okay, probably around the... 14 mark. Okay. Oh, I think we're there now. Okay. Hi, welcome to part two. I'm thinking this is part two of uh, using uh, repurposing an old book, book cover to make a journal. And um, all right, I am just using good old vintage photo ink to do some. Uh, do I want to do that first? You know what? Let me do green first for some reason. I'm going to do green first, and I'm going to go over it with the uh, brown. But you just basically want to decorate this up a bit because it's going to show. You can wrap it with paper. I used to do that first with some decorative paper, but I wasn't trusting the strength of the paper and the glue to hold my signatures as well as I thought I needed them to hold. So I decided just to ink up this thing and use it um, as the gluing surface, or not the gluing, the sewing surface itself. It would work the other way, but... It's a little bit more, um, now that you've measured it and it's all perfect, if you add a piece of paper to it, it's going to be thicker. And then you've glued the piece of paper to it, and then you realize it's too thick. And I've been down that path, and I'm using the wrong one. Did anybody catch that? Um, I, uh, I've been down that path, and I thought, you know what? I am just going to decorate this thing up and make it look really cool the way it is. I don't need to wrap more paper around it because uh, it just uh, makes it wider than it needs to be. Okay. Okay, now I don't know if you saw, but these two didn't exactly line up, but it's okay because it's being masked with the inking, taking away all evils as, you know, the evils sneak in occasionally and we must deal with them. They're not evils, they're just little, little tiny faux pas, yeah. The handmade aspect of it all, right? Yeah. 
All right, so now that I've mixed up my ink gobbers, life will be very interesting from this point on. All right, there we go. There we go. All right, so that's kind of cool, huh? And, and you're not going to see much of this, but you will see a smidge. And I think I'm going to... Yeah, no, that's silver. Hang on. Ah, I found the gold. Okay, so I think I'm just going to run around the edges of this with some gold uh, gilding paste, gilding waxed. And uh, that makes the edges look kind of nice. So I'm just showing you these little extra fancy tips here. These are all, um, you know, optional. And uh, you can, if this is your style, then great. If not, you don't have to do this part. Uh, You could go around with a different color magic marker, um, uh, watercolor or paint. You could paint these. Yeah, I've painted them before. That works well. Just paint them. Just grab some acrylic paint from Walmart and just paint them. Then you could do some stamping on them. That looks cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe in alignment with the, the style or theme of your journal. If you're doing a nature journal, you could put some butterflies or bugs or something like that on there. Very cool. And uh, I, I'm just going to like random, the random thing. Yeah, now, now, now it looks like we have something cool and metal and fancy in there, right? Yeah, we've, we've upped our game massively by using this gold gilding wax. Yes, there we go. All right. Now, I uh, have to re-wet my baby.